impactful work and meaningful work can actually contribute to your happiness and not take away. Welcome to Innovation versus Happiness. My name is Harri Pananen and in this podcast I will be asking the question, is combining innovation and happiness possible? The world is full of people in an either-or situation. Either you climb the career ladder and have an impact, but don't have time for anything else, or you choose well-being and happiness, but sacrifice ambition. Seems there's either hashtag grindset or hashtag van life, but nothing in between. However, what if you want both? I wanted to interview people who have done the seemingly impossible. Today, I have with me Vinay Kumar, a researcher and expert in bio-based materials at the Technical Research Center of Finland, VTT. He works on some really interesting topics like processing nanocellulose into sustainable packaging materials. Vinay moved to Finland from India and has lived here for 13 years. Before inviting Vinay to the studio, we get to visit a place that's really important to his work in innovation. So let's follow Vinay and our reporter Mari to somewhere super interesting. Okay, so Vinay, we have come to Espo Bioruukki pilot facility and we are actually in a pilot hall that your team works in. So can you tell me a little bit about the place? Yes, uh, we are in the cellulose films and coatings uh, pilot hall mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, as you can see, there are two pilot lines here. Uh, these are used for processing of biomaterials, specifically cellulosic materials, mm-hmm. into films and coatings for different applications. Uh, as you can see, there are some packaging examples here. Yes, so we're actually looking at some of the innovations that you yeah, work on, right? Exactly. So, so uh, packaging is, let's say, one of the main focus areas for these biomaterials, mm-hmm. because uh, as you know, there is a plastic problem uh, around the world right now we ha- we are struggling with the littering in the oceans and in the nature mm. so we want to replace these uh, plastic materials with uh, more sustainable alternatives that come from bio-based resources mm. that are recyclable mm. uh, that are biodegradable if they end up in nature by chance exactly so here you can see an example of uh, of a package uh, which we have made for a paper straw mm. uh, so you 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 might have seen these paper straw uh, they they appeared about a year ago everywhere and now we don't have plastic straws anymore hmm. and but that's uh, only the, a part of the problem exactly <laughs> so you can uh, you you can see that the the package might still be plastic right uh, which might not even be needed for paper straw hmm. uh, you can actually make a paper based package so here we have created a microfibrillated cellulose film, which is, as you can see, transparent. Uh, you can see through the film, uh, but it is completely recyclable in paper stream. It is also biodegradable. So this is so just... So it looks quite a lot like a plastic packaging, but it's not plastic, but it's exactly. actually made of cellulose that comes from trees, is it? From trees, yes. Yeah. So, so could all plastics in packaging be replaced with... I think that's a that's a long way yeah. uh, because uh, if you need to replace all the the plastic, then you would need to basically ha- have as much cellulose right. available, right? right? Yeah. And the other thing is that, uh, or the way we are trying to do it is that we are trying to replace it in products mm. where 
there is highest chance of littering where mm. it is most difficult to recycle at this mm. point so that we can simplify the recycling we can avoid the littering mm. so we so are you're shooting for the biggest impact exactly yeah. we are trying to do impactful part first and yes. of course in the long run if we are able to replace as much plastic as possible that yeah. would be the uh, let's say ideal yeah. ideal solution Get so the same solutions. material innovations that you're doing here they go for packaging electronics healthcare medtech so it's exactly. quite a wide it's wide set range of applications of the, the innovations that you work on it's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> yeah yeah and we we are we let's say we are very excited about these because uh, we know that these are meaningful and impactful Mm. Uh, where we uh, we are promoting a sustainable use of our materials we are promoting uh, their recycling we are promoting reduced carbon footprint uh, and at the same time uh, because innovations require a lot of effort uh, both at small scale and large scale mm. and with our pilot infrastructure we are able to create that magic that Uh, when somebody comes with an old material or if we are developing an old material it might be you know just half a liter mm. of that sample available mm. and you then you might think uh, what can we actually create with this but this this pilot infrastructure is actually capable of handling very small amounts and demonstrating that yes you can make uh, mm. this kind of uh, membrane or or film and you can demonstrate the use so the sort of path toward a bigger impact can yes. be demonstrated here exactly yeah. From Bioroki to the podcast studio, I'm here with Vinay Kumar and we are discussing innovation and happiness. Thank you, Vinay, for taking us to a real-life innovation environment with you and welcome to the show. Thank you, Harry. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Likewise. Your job is literally to innovate new technologies for a more sustainable world and lead a team of researchers in doing that as well. A career like that must require a bright mind, a lot of ambition and a desire to have an impact. But in your experience, does having an ambitious and high impact career in innovation eat away at one's chance of creating a happy and balanced life? Thank you for starting off with the with a great question. I was actually thinking about this one uh, when I was coming for this this podcast. And uh, one thing I could say is that uh, a high impact career and happiness do not have to be mutually exclusive uh, they can go hand in hand uh, in order to achieve uh, impactful career and ambitious uh, career uh, you don't have to expand happiness for that and i have seen it in my own personal life and i have seen it with many of my friends who are from abroad and who are also from here in finland and they are they seem to be doing both of these things in a very balanced way when you were starting out did you have this kind of dichotomy in in your mind it was this the thing you were considering would had you had you set some goals in terms of balance for yourself uh not really to be, to be honest uh coming to finland was uh, one of the Uh, one of the things or the finish way of life was the one which changed my attitude towards how you could have impact in your life while uh, still be happy uh, probably before coming to finland i would not have that kind of mindset it's really interesting 
when it comes to a career in innovation, what does impact and success then look like to you? Uh, for me, personally, impact is when uh, you can contribute to society's advancement through innovations. You can help the society grow into a better one with uh, with the work you are doing. Uh, I consider that truly successful. And at the same time, uh, keeping a, a mindset where you you feel a meaning in your work when when whatever you are working on uh, you love that and you feel that uh, this is very meaningful for myself and for the society around me so that in my opinion is is a successful career i love hearing that because that that's something that resonates personally for m- myself but also it's it's something i keep hearing from people who work at VTT and and people who work at the Autonomic campus it it's of course a profession where you can make lots of money too but the people who work on these topics here seem to be attracted to more of the meaningfulness side and the impact side would yes. i be correct in that yes exactly exactly and uh, this is so true for uh, my colleagues at VTT i have been in in technology and science for for all these 13 years since i came to finland and uh whomever i have met in otaniemi area or in the universities in general they seem to have this attitude mm. how meaningful our work is uh how are our innovations contributing to the society how are we helping climate change how are we helping solve the biggest challenges of of our world of this time so there is this mindset uh, among all all the people that i meet here uh, in in either through work or or even sometimes in in personal life so a common guiding star in that sense yeah well it can't be easy always so you've built a pretty impressive career and got uh, to work with very interesting innovations my next question would be have there been times in your life where you feel ambition in innovation has gotten in the way of your personal happiness or these two have been pulling in opposite directions have you had to make some hard choices at some point uh yes yes so uh, when when you are trying to solve the biggest challenges of our time uh, ride is not always smooth uh, you you will of course face difficulties uh, in the work that you are doing there might be hurdles that you really need to solve they might require uh, more of your time uh in order to to really come up with innovative solutions and at that time one might actually end up feeling that uh okay uh, i mean is this the life i want but as i said in the beginning uh, when it is meaningful and when you know that it is going to help uh the society it is going to help our future generations i think that becomes the guiding light for it and that gives you energy The second point I would like to highlight is uh, the family. So, when you have uh, support of your family and your loved ones, then you can actually go through these uh, l- slightly challenging times more easily. And that's why I, I always think that uh, don't don't think of the challenging times as the only times but think of the good times that that you spend with your family the good times that uh, that you spend with your friends and 
let there let those be in your mind on the back when you are struggling uh, it should not be just that oh now i'm struggling and that this means that i cannot be happy because the struggle generally leads to something good in the end and especially since since the themes you're working with are kind of for the greater good exactly. you're kind of working for your family yep. for your friends yep. at the same time must make it easier to deal with the crunch time indeed very good uh well let's take a couple of steps back uh and see where it started so you came to finland as a student first living in turku and then moving to otaniemi for work You've experienced both the Finnish higher education system and a career here. How do you think this has shaped your journey and growth? And would things have been different had you stayed home in India? Uh, definitely, I, I think uh, studying here and then starting my my professional life here has uh, certainly changed my my way of thinking, uh, my way of life. I would say that. Uh, my way of life resembles the finnish way of life uh, so to say uh, if i were back in india probably i would be looking at life in a in a slightly different manner uh, probably i would be even uh, thinking that innovation or impactful career uh, and happiness may not coincide that easily but now that i am in finland i'm i'm able to actually uh, see that it is possible and i could also highlight that uh, when you start your your life in finland as a student i think you are able to to adapt to the finnish way uh, rather easily because uh, students are usually more open minded and they they want to be the part of the culture that they come to so i think for me this was a beneficial thing since i came as a student it was easier for me to adapt to the the finnish way i have a very good uh friend who has a similar background to to you and a, a similar similar path for studying in finland from india and then then working here and he said uh that that uh, his student times and especially the sauna culture was was something that that kind of uh rooted him here and he's one of the biggest sauna enthusiasts i know nowadays yes yes exactly <laughs> exactly i i think this this student life uh it gives you a very open perspective of the of the society because you are uh, you are still in the formidable years of your life where you are learning uh, uh your way through uh, different things and you are also meeting young people from that particular culture who carry the same vibe and energy so it allows you to uh, exchange the culture more easily for sure. uh, there, there is less resistance so to say for sure uh let me ask us about something you just said you said the way of li- life that you prefer resembles the the finnish way of life is that something you knew before or did you kind of discover that within yourself when you came to Turku first i uh, i i think i i mentioned this before as well this is something i discovered uh, after coming to finland because uh, uh the the place where i come from india is a very uh, competitive place mm-hmm. uh we we really need to work hard uh and because we are a developing country so it needs contribution at much higher level uh, from each individual uh, to to grow uh, 
uh, whereas uh, finland i think i i look at finland in in a way that finland is a society which is already developed and now they are able to think in in this way that okay can we uh, maintain our growth and innovation capabilities while also leading a happy life so that's where i think uh, finland and india are different to follow up on that i think a lot of people kind of conflate um con- kind of competitiveness or competition with um quality or ambition do you think you can have quality or or competitive results without a competitive mindset i would say uh competitive mindset is really critical uh, because without the competitive mindset uh the the desire to do more might not be there uh but having said that i would also highlight that uh a, a let's say an honest effort uh, where you are not uh being competitive just for the sake of it but where you really love what you are doing then this things uh, this this feeling becomes natural to you then maybe you are in a competition with yourself that i want to do really well at it and uh, i think that's how the finish uh, working life is guided mm-hmm. that each individual is honest in their effort and they want to do the best they can in that particular set of work that they are doing i i would argue that if one tries to truly do the best best they can they might might end up with a better result as as the person who tries to do better than the person next to them yes so that uh, that is exactly what i wanted to point out that there, when there is an honest effort and you are competing with yourself in doing the best you can it overall leads to a good result well your work aims to develop to develop innovations in the field of the forest pr- products industry uh to those who are not familiar with with finland before uh what kind of an environment is finland and autonomy for this context and why i consider finland i i also say this to to my friends every now and then that finland is the melting pot of innovation and especially if you visit the the autonomy area where we have uh, VTT and Aalto University facilities combined with uh, the ecosystem for startups many multinationals having their their offices there so you can kind of get this vibe of silicon valley uh, there in that area mm-hmm. where you see students who are uh, who are you know trying to do innovative stuff in the university then you come to vtt or the startups and they are also trying to you know uh, push the boundaries and then you have uh, many finnish companies and multinationals in the same area where you can also see the impact of your innovations uh, kind of translating into the industrial sector right away so in that sense i think the Finland has been able to bridge this gap between university life and industrial life in such a good way that uh, you don't sometimes even feel for example when i was at the university uh i i did my 
let's say master's thesis work as well as uh, some of my doctoral thesis projects were directly with the industry and all the research work that we were doing it was basically directly applicable to solve some of the challenges that the industry was facing so in that sense uh, this can be undermined by some but this is this is truly uh, Uh, a big thing on its own when the students are directly working with the industry and trying to solve the challenge for sure and the a- academia to industry boundary is pretty low yes and i guess i would say the boundaries and thresholds in general are very low people are interacting and organizations are in- interacting quite freely and you know when we entered the studio today at the at the door i i joked that because we had to sign an nda i i joked that i had haven't signed an nda for a long time and and there's meaning behind that because even though i s- speak to quite high up people in different organizations and previously i did a, do a doctorate on the campus mm-hmm. as well i would interview all kinds of people i never had to sign any papers and this is quite rare globally speaking mostly you can't <laughs> enter anywhere without signing those papers yeah yeah that's true that's true <clears throat> well um can you recall a career moment from your years here in finland that you really feel like you had an impact in your field Yes, I. Uh, th- this has been really special question for me because uh, when uh, when you pointed this out to me, I was just uh, the the first thing that came to my mind was uh, how how can I define the real impactful moment like just one moment. Because in research, what happens is that every single time you are solving a challenge, that is a big moment for you. Uh, because then you know that now this is, will lead to something uh, meaningful in the long term. And that has happened to me several times. One particular example that I could give you is uh, that some of the cellulosic materials we are working with, they are used in... different industrial sectors packaging is one of the focus areas where we want to replace plastics with cellulosic materials and we have been able to really come up with exciting packaging solutions where uh, where you can you can see that this is a completely bio-based package it can be recycled in the paper stream as a consumer you don't have to worry about presence of microplastics and stuff like that uh, so we have transitioned the traditional fossil based package packaging to uh, completely bio-based sustainable recyclable materials uh, another thing we recently did was uh, in the electronics area where we had replaced some of these plastic substrates that are used for printed electronics and there we were able to create a, a printed electronic structure where you can completely recover the inks that are used for printing completely recover the substrate and all the electronic components back uh, which in my opinion is uh, is highly impactful because the day we are able to recover our electronics especially the ones which are single use i think we will be able to reduce the carbon footprint of our products quite significantly that's really impressive and and something that's quite rare in this business is you can explain this to your to your elder relatives and they, they will understand what's yes. the impact of that exactly it's very meaningful thank you well um we've talked in this first segment a lot about combining purpose ambition career progress 
uh, family. But now, since we've been keeping talking about innovation, where's the happiness part we've been talking about? Well, now it's time to visit a place that's impactful for Vinay in terms of happiness and personal life. Uh, the somewhere special that represents well-being and balance for him. Let's follow Vinay and our reporter Mari to Vinay's happy place. Yes, we are uh, now on Otaranta. Uh, this is the seaside of Otaniemi, basically. And this is a very special place for me because uh, when I moved to Espo, this was the area where I was living. So uh, I used to come around walking, especially on this, this path that just follows the, the sea. And this was my go-to place for for relaxing, you mm. know. When you come back from work and you feel that, okay, let's just go into the nature and try to revive your energy, so to say. Mm. So this was my place for that. Mm. With my wife, we used to actually come here almost every day. Right. And it's actually quite close to where you work also in Otanemi, where yes, you have your office days. That's exactly. It's very close. And uh, in fact, I love this place so much that uh, we are even organizing our one-on-one -on -one discussions with the team members just walking in this area and you know talking about work and life in general so it's also special in in that sense that it's not far away from work and you can get to this area quite quickly even uh, after lunch stroll here is not bad mm. <laughs> so it's it's good in that sense mm. i i like this do you think it helps in working in innovation that you have somewhere to come and sort of have this quiet? Yes, I, I, I consider it very important uh, having this, you know, uh, peaceful environment to go into where you can be close to the nature mm. and, you know, uh, be by yourselves. I would say most of the great ideas I have had were actually during my walks in this area <laughs> you know you are just thinking like what could we do uh, mm. usually when you organize you know brainstorming session uh, with with the project team or or the team members in general uh, then you are kind of hard pressed to look for solutions and m most of the great ideas might not come at mm. that time but when you are in your own zone and you are you know just uh, being by yourselves, you are not hard pressed to think. Mm. That's when uh, you can actually get one of uh, mm. some of the the <laughs> greatest ideas. Mm. So, at uh, at VTT, many of the things that that I have done, they were originated from my walks in nature. <laughs> <laughs> in this area, right? Yes. Here. Yes. Oh, that's exactly. Very nice. Welcome back. You're listening to Innovation versus Happiness, a podcast where we set out to find an answer to the question, can happiness and an innovative career coexist? With me in the studio, I have Vinay Kumar, who has managed to build an impactful career of innovation without compromising his happiness. We just visited Vinay's happy place, a bird tower and walking path in Otaniemi, where he has great memories, both in terms of innovation and personal life. Thank you for sharing that special place of yours with us, Vinay. Thank you. Yes, this uh, this particular place uh, holds a special value for me. Uh, when I moved to Espo, uh, it was 
I, I was actually living in those uh, in that particular area and the funny thing is that uh, sometimes even from work I used to just take a walk there and you know get really great ideas uh, you, you just have your lunch then you go for a walk near the forest and this is actually the beauty of Finland that the nature is so close to you uh, that you could get away from the so-called hustle bustle of your your work life and be in the mid of nature uh, right let's say 100 footsteps and then you are in your own zone and you can you know start thinking about new ideas so that's that's why this place is uh, particularly special for me I think a lot of people in Espoo and in Finland in general share that connection with na- nature and use that also in a professional way sometimes, you know, to, to reflect. And I think it's hilarious. We just, uh, on the break here while recording, we we just noted that we have both been doing the same thing to that same specific bird tower in the same time without ever encountering each other. So yeah. that, that's quite funny. Well, let's dig deeper on the topic of happiness. Uh, you've said that happiness is a result of many things in life. What are the things that happiness consists of for you? For me, uh, personally, I would say a meaningful work, uh, friends and family. These are the major pillars for for happiness. Uh, by meaningful work, I mean that if you can uh, you can choose a career where you are able to create impact for for environment, for the society, and uh, where you are also able to feel yourselves uh, more, let's say, satisfied with what you are doing. And friends and family is uh, is critical component for that. As I said, there are uh, there might be times at work where you will be uh, in situations where you need to work hard, where where you need to spend even long long hours. But when you have the right support from your family and your friends, then you can go through those easily. And for me, uh, my wife has been a great support throughout uh, all all these uh, professional years here, and uh, that is my happy place. When I can, you know, I I might have a challenging day, but when I go and talk to my wife, I instantly feel that okay, now we are we are good. We'll deal with it tomorrow. So. <laughs> I get that, and and I guess the support has to go both ways, right? So exactly, exactly. Yeah, a rule I have set for myself is that it doesn't matter. Like I have to have a job where it doesn't matter what kind of day I had. I, I can can come home and give all of myself to to my family and to my girls. That's the rule. And if if I if I feel like in the wrong way drained by the work that I don't have energy for my family, then I'm probably in the wrong job. Haven't had that experience so far, so I guess I'm doing okay. Um, you talk a lot about the value of the individual as a component for happiness. What do you mean by this? So, uh, I think this is very specifically related to the Finnish way of life, as as I have mentioned before. Uh, I think in Finnish... Uh, circumstances uh, all the individuals are treated with respect everybody has uh, value everybody's opinion is valued uh, they, we we trust each other and we also are honest in our communications and 
this is something which i consider uh, paramount for a, for a happy society we we all love nature here in finland and we respect nature we we care for the environment so that uh, that kind of reflects the uh, value of individuals uh, both both coming from other people and then you as an individual caring for the environment uh, that's th- that in my opinion is a, is a very good combination and uh, the the other stuff is that for example when when we look at uh, work situations or or your day to day life situations i have been here for 13 years and there has never been a moment where i felt that uh, as an individual my my right or my opinion was not valued so and that gives that makes you very powerful in a way where you feel that okay you can contribute to anything you need to anything you want to you can achieve anything you want there is equal op- opportunity for everyone so that gives this sense of uh empowerment and that's that's what i mean by this individual value sort of one for all all for one i guess if you yeah. quote the musketeers yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well so that we wouldn't end up with an embarrassing commercial of a podcast i, I wanted to ask you also what have, have been some challenges because i mean adapting to a totally new country and uh, and culture cannot have been easy or simple what have been some challenges you faced and how did you overcome those yes so uh, of course when when you uh, come to a new country uh, which is let's say poles apart culturally from your own uh, uh, birthplace uh then it is not so easy i mean it takes it takes time to get get adjusted with the environment with the way of life uh as i said in the beginning if you come as a student it's much easier because you are more open minded and you are more adaptable uh some of the challenges i would say are uh the weather uh, that has been <laughs> that has been uh <laughs> Uh, one of the things that has let's say bothered me somewhat every now and then in that you're probably not any different from all the finns are they <laughs> i i i guess so uh and i would say that cold is not uh, a problem for me uh, i i can manage with the cold not not a problem at all usually it's the darkness uh, mm-hmm. during november for instance that, oh, for sure. that's uh, that's usually that usually takes toll on me uh, or on on my energy uh, you could say Uh, other than that finnish is a difficult language so uh, for example i have been here for very long now i am uh, learning finnish but uh, it seems that i am never getting to the level where i would feel comfortable you know talking uh, in in general to everyone in finnish and uh, then uh, another thing i observed especially in the beginning was that uh, in the beginning it might appear Uh, when you come here that uh, finnish society is not very open uh, meaning that you don't easily get to be friends with people uh, but once you have crossed that boundary which i personally also felt uh, and especially for me it was maybe a bit easier because i was a student i i became friends with many 
many Finnish people. Uh, so for that, I would say that it can seem that it's difficult, but if you are willing to to put the effort and you are honest in your approach, I think then you will also feel that once you are into the society, then you will never feel that you are alone. So uh, in the beginning, you might feel that when you come to Finland. Well put. Uh, uh, a Southeast Asian investor uh, I know um, who had emigrated here uh, used to say often to me, there's no heaven on earth. And I guess he means like there's drawbacks to every everything. And I can relate. Uh, our our family is also international. Uh, I've lived in four different countries aside from Finland, and my wife has lived in five different countries. Yet we chose to build our life. We consciously chose to build our life here. And and something we keep saying to each other is choose your hard. So everything will be hard in some way. Yep. You have to pick the hard you can deal with with the positives that are important to you. Exactly. And I think I think you've. It sounds like you've managed to do this. Yep. Yeah. Something else you said about living here is is that life is hassle-free, and this in turn gives you room for more important things. Can you expand on that thought? Yes, I mean uh, by by this I meant uh, your day-to-day life. For example, coming here for the podcast, taking the public transport. It's so simple everything just works uh, and a person who has been living in finland all their life they might undermine it but uh, this is so damn good when everything just works they don't know how good they got it i yes. would say <laughs> <laughs> exactly so uh, in in my opinion that uh, that frees your mind up for more important stuff for innovation for example exactly mm-hmm. exactly Well, can you recall a moment when you realized that you really have managed to build a life here that combines innovation and happiness? And d- did that moment have something to do with the place? Yes, uh, th- this is something that I have actually been uh, thinking, especially lately, uh, when when I consider my life here in Finland, because I, I was just calculating before coming to this podcast that I have now more than 30% of my life spent here in Finland and especially those uh, formidable years where I learned a lot uh, about the ways of life and in that sense I think Finland has contributed quite significantly to to the life I have built here uh, and it has happened through all these different factors where uh, the The innovation angle was right from the studies. Uh, even when I was at university, I was also working with the industry directly. So that kind of got me excited about what I was doing. Uh, I fell in love with my work because of Finland or, or the approach how uh, Finnish universities are teaching, uh, how Finnish companies are working, uh, the the absence of hierarchy, so to say. Uh, where everybody has uh, everybody's opinion is important and it is valued and everybody is trusted so when i look at all these factors uh, i would say that they they are the ones that made me or that helped me make this life that i have i think we've concluded with vinay that happiness and innovation can indeed coexist 
at least here in Finland, and more specifically in the innovation-inducing Greater Otaniemi region. Well, if you want to find out more about the possibilities available for international talent in Otaniemi, please visit bitly talent. But that's it for promotional content. We want to hear more from our guests, so let's conclude today's episode with some wise words from Vinay. To summarize, I would say that uh, impactful work and meaningful work can actually contribute to your happiness and not take away from that. Uh, if you are in Finland, uh, it is rather easy to focus on some of your hobbies. So uh, that is a good way to kind of uh, take your mind off uh, every now and then and focus on something else. And as I pointed out in the beginning, uh, friends and family are are critical parts of this equation. So you, know, you you should not forget that.